Welcome back, everybody. It's time to meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County. Powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beale Applied Innovation Center. With a man who seems to know everybody. He's going to prove it today because this is one that's, I, I got to say, this is a cool guest and a cool show here today. So, Johnny, bring him in. What would you bring with you? All right. Thank you for joining us again to our community podcast show powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce here. I'm your host, Senior Vice President John Gutierrez. We have a special guest with us today, Mr. Adam Lasher. He's a singer, songwriter. He was a finalist on American Idol in 2016 on Fox TV. Many of you know that great show that's been going on for so many years. And, of course, he was just on stage with his uncle, Mr. Carlos Santana, the legendary uh, guitarist in Las Vegas. He'll talk about that. And so let's welcome Mr. Adam Lasher. Thank you for being here, Adam. Hey, thanks for having me, John. How's it going? Good, good. And, of course... We want to thank you on behalf of our chamber because you've always supported our Estrella Awards Gala. Oh, yep, yep. Yes, you've and you had a young lady performing with you last time, right? Did I have it last time? Or I one of it, I think two times ago I couldn't make it, and so I had a girl cover oh, for me. Oh, is that what it was? Okay, yeah. Yes. Um, Valeria Falcon. Yes. She, I, I actually I, I found her as a, I was looking for a bass player as a sub, and I was going through on Facebook my you know. Berkeley College of Music alumni and I was just like hey I need a bass player for something yeah and I saw this girl playing and I don't know she she must be like 23 or 24 or something she did a great job she did a great job and, yeah. and um, I was looking for a bass player and I heard her sing and I was like man this girl's like this girl's so good and she's you know she's like killing it and she's like I have my dad's bass and it's this like 74 like Fender P bass, which is like a very cool <laughs> yeah. vintage bass if you're a music nerd. And I just heard her playing and I was like, man, th- this girl's going to like, I got to get this girl playing for me because she's she's the real deal. And then sure enough, too, I see later on, I guess she's subbing. She plays bass for Harry Styles when his main bass player can't do the gig. So that's I awesome. see her sometimes playing with her. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cool. That is awesome. Yeah. Share with us a little bit. How would you get into music, if you don't mind sharing with sure. the audience here? Well, uh, let's say I got into music because... You know, I was always the tallest kid in the class, and everyone mm-hmm. thought I'd be good at sports, and I just kept fouling everyone. You know, I'd be, like, playing basketball and, like, hurting <laughs> the other children. And, it's, you know, so, and be like, oh, you should do sports because you're, like, you know, you're taller than everyone. And then, I, you know, music, when I – I think I did piano at five and then, like, sax in third grade, whatever. But when – I think junior high, when I picked up the guitar, was the first thing that felt natural to me. I remember, like, the moment my teacher was like, oh, you know, these are chords – you know this and that but as soon as he told me like okay this is how you solo this is how you improvise in a key it was it was just oh this makes sense it's like the first time something has actually made sense <laughs> that is i'll tell you what in my life thank you so much for always uh, supporting our Estrella awards gala that we do in disneyland and your performances and i know you came out to support my cancer foundation mm-hmm. years back when we had our little center that was really cool mm-hmm. we had a big crowd there it was really intimate and you were playing the guitar, which hopefully soon we'll also hear you play the guitar here. So stay tuned for that, folks. And, of course, you're going to be at our annual toy drive uh, next week, which is December 15th at 701 Restaurant in Santa Ana there. It used to be Original Mike's on the corner of Main and First Street. So definitely come out to see Adam. We're excited to have you. Thank you so much for supporting our annual yeah, toy course, drive. Yeah. I know you were also last year with us. You do a lot of this, man, in the community. Mm-hmm. Where did that come from? Is that something that was instilled in you at a young age? Yeah, I think so. I just like helping people. I like I like making people happy. You know, I'm uncomfortable if something's wrong. You know, I gotta. I I feel like I want to fix it. You know, and yeah, I've just always I've always been about wanted to to help people and just you know have a good time. You know, 
Things. Where'd you grow up, Adam? I'm from the Bay Area, so I was born in Walnut Creek, so I grew up in the East Bay, in NorCal. Okay. You ever been up there? Yeah. They say hella a lot. They say hella a lot. Because I went a, to Chico State. It in took North a hella California. long time to <laughs> stop saying it. <laughs> yes. And I was at, in college, and they were making fun of me. My friends, I guess Southern California people have a certain way we talk, Yeah. and we don't realize it, right? And then they kept saying, oh, this is hella cool. This is hella... And I'm like... Where, where's that from? And then they they told me, oh, that's a Bay Area. That's a kinda, NorCal thing. Yeah, yes, isn't it? So so it's it's been hard for you to. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't I haven't said hell in a while. Probably will now for the next eight days. <laughs> I'm or something. so sorry. <laughs> that's too funny. So share with us a little bit about your new single, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. So I have a new song out that I wrote called Stellar. It's the first time I did everything on it, like mixed, mastered it, and all that. And um, you know, it's it's an acoustic song. It's it's very like ethereal 70s kind of Pink Floyd or Led Zeppelin-esque. And the album I did before that was like a nostalgic classic rock album. Okay. And I was working on it right before the shutdown. And then the shutdown happens. And I was like, well, I you know, let's let's just get it done. Let's put out an album. And, and nowadays, you know, music is 100% accessible. It's Music's basically free. You can look up whatever you want. And I was like, man, should I do a single? Should I do an album? You know, all right, I'm, this is kind of what I've been working on for a few years, so let's just get it out. And I really enjoyed it, but one of the things I learned from doing it is the album is very nostalgic, like 70s, 80s rock, like Tom Petty, Journey. Nice. You know, it still sounds current, but if you guys have ever heard that song, you know, Gautier, somebody that I used to know. You know, somebody, you know, you guys, I'm sure you've heard that song, Didn't Mean to Cut You Off. When I first heard that song, I was like, wait, is this a Peter Gabriel song? Is this a Sting song that I just didn't know about? Oh, wow. And then I kind of like that idea. Um, Rafael Sadiq is another artist who, who does R&B where some of his hits, they sound like they're Motown recordings, but they're newer. And I kind of was like, it'd be kind of cool to make a songs where people go like, wait, is this a Tom Petty song or a Fleetwood Mac song I've never heard? So that was kind of premise for that previous one. And so when I did this one... I just kind of got thinking more about when we released that album, you know, it was during the shutdown and it was kind of interesting to me because, you know, everything stops during the shutdown, right? I mean, things go on, people make music, but it's like, you know, you have these genres and one of the, you know, like let's take like club or pop music, for example. And um, I was really amazed that that artist Dua Lipa had yeah. some songs because it's like, oh, these are like club songs. It's, and But there's no clubs open right now. There's there's no dancing. I mean, when are you going to listen to heavy rock music if you're at the gym? The gym's closed. Mm -hmm. So when I came up with this other song, and, and also kind of during the shutdown, I kind of realized a lot of people, the music they're listening to, it's a little more ethereal or it's more of like a mood. It's a vibe. A lot more music is a little more spacier or it's just kind of for hanging out and lounging. And so I wanted to make something that was like less in your face, you know, like we're going to go to a stadium and hear Bon Jovi, you know, as opposed to I want to make a cool song that people are going to want to hear when they're camping or they're in the backyard with their friends. And so I was just trying to take the music in a different direction as opposed to like, here's a drum beat. Here's a here's like a banger song. And I wanted to do something a little more deeper or spacier or out there. And so that's kind of what Stellar is. And the course of the song is. Uh, I'm like, wait, what's the course of my own song? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta sing it to well, know it. Here's what we'll do, just so for everybody watching and listening, we'll have Adam play some music later. But we're just trying to be cautious because we are live on on YouTube, mm -hmm. and we don't know if we'll get blocked uh, because of the whole rights and everything. So we'll probably do it towards the end. Sure, so in the sure, meantime, sure. we'll obviously talk yeah. about all these topics, and then later on, I know you got your guitar here. I saw him warming up earlier, and it's just it's great music. So we'll definitely we'll definitely get into that. Share with us a little bit about you were recently in Vegas mm -hmm. with your uncle, of course, Carlos Santana. Which you know, for those of you that don't know, he's the legendary uh, guitarist Carlos Santana. Even Paul here was 
a little shocked when he said, what? You're the nephew of Carlos Santana? <laughs> I'm a big fan. <laughs> Me too. What, what's that like? I mean, growing up, that's your deal. You know? really, really hard, man. Really tough. Is know? it? No, not at all. It's like the <laughs> coolest thing ever. You know, think of all the other, you know, uncles I could have had. Uh-huh. Um, what's no, he like? I mean, uh, really cool guy. Yeah. Um, you know, really funny, really spiritual, really deep. And then also sometimes you're like, Wait, is he being funny? Is he being deep? Is is it both? You know, yeah. is he just being himself? And um, I had, you know, I got to catch up with him and talk with him and stuff over the shutdown. But I actually really hadn't had a chance to see him or even sit in and play with him since before the shutdown. And um, I think there were two times I tried to come out to Vegas before where I think like he got sick or his son got sick. Who who plays in the band? He yeah. plays keys. My cousin Salvador. And then like my mom got sick and. I saw your cousin Salvador. Yeah. yeah, I saw his Instagram when you tagged him. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, yes. a, he's a really cool dude, really really yeah. talented keyboard Looks player. Looks a lot like his dad. Yeah, yeah. and raps and, yeah. and plays drums. And, okay. Um, but I, I think also, and then especially with, you know, I don't know what it is for other acts, but, I'm you know, I know for Carlos and just other people in general, you know, if someone gets sick on the tour, someone else probably has it, and then it can just create this domino effect of shutting down. So it's yeah. like, even if they are going to do shows, it's not really worth having people hang backstage and sit in and this and that. So... You know, last month was the first time I got to sit in with him and, and jam with with him and the band and everything. So, so. you knew ahead of time. It wasn't like you were there. No, and I, yeah, I, I, learned, I knew there. ahead of a time, like like earlier that morning. <laughs> I mean, I went to Vegas. I brought my guitar. I brought my guitar to Vegas, but yeah. you know, I, I you know, like I never ask. And, and if he invites me up, like of course we're gonna go have a good time. And yeah, yeah. And I think my stepdad manages him, and he was just. Uh, I think I, I went to visit my uh, parents just because. Uh-huh. Um, I, you know, I was like, why not get an extra? I had a few days off, so I was like, I'll go to Vegas, and they got um, some house. My parents got a house out there. Nice. And Carlos does too, and and so uh, I was like, it's, it's a lot easier to visit them there than San Francisco now. Yeah. And yeah, just the morning. You know, my I saw that, that video. That video was yeah, cool, man. Yeah, on was stage, fun. you guys were like killing it. We've shared it a few times on social media. We'll continue to share it because I think it's just great to see. The fact that the same bloodline mm-hmm. and how you're following, hopefully, right those mm-hmm. footsteps. If that's okay to share with people, yeah, yeah, is that how you feel? That hey, there's my uncle. He's at that level, and I obviously follow those footsteps. Yeah, and I, I, my my grandfather was a mariachi uh, violinist and and singer, and um, you know, I was, and I've said this before. You know, he brought his family up from Mexico and supported a wife and seven kids. And so I've always thought, like, okay, if my grandpa can support seven kids and a wife, like I should be able to pay rent, singing and playing guitar. And I've always kind of had that. That mentality of um, they had it pretty hard, exactly. Yeah, and then, and then also too, even just that, like my uh, my real father who passed away when I was when I was really young, and, and my stepdad. Like I've always, whether someone had a big company or just a small company or whatever it was at the dinner table, like I always grew up around entrepreneurs. So mm. for me, it was even if I wasn't going to do music, you know, all the the role models or the business role models in my life, they always ran their own company. Like I never was at the dinner table and someone was like, oh, I hate my boss. It's like I am the boss. And, you know, whether that you're a big boss or a little boss, you know, and you're, you know, selling sodas at the beach, like whatever it is, I've learned like, okay, I want to be my own boss, like whatever I'm doing, like I want to just be in control of my own business because that's what's going to make me happy. Now, now I'm sorry to hear about your father, by Mm -hmm. the way. Did music play a huge role at a young age for you as a therapy like losing your father at a I young think age? so maybe I think yeah definitely I think in sixth and seventh grade I, I, I started doing music a lot more and I was getting a, in a little bit of fights not like to my own doing it's just you know I don't I'm not gonna like get picked on yeah but I think I, I found you know I didn't really care much for sports like I like playing sports but I just wasn't very competitive I would like like I'd beat someone in tennis and just like feel bad for him I'm like wow this guy like really cares a lot more than me about this sport 
his dad's looking mad at him like just let him win like whatever but then when it came to guitar you know it was like oh this kid like this kid can play stairway to heaven and i can't like oh that's wait not, that's wait, not gonna you happen play stairway to heaven yeah yeah oh yeah. man that's like one of my favorite yeah. songs yeah <laughs> so i think with music that was the thing that really you know my parents didn't have to tell me to practice they didn't have to you know, it was more the other way around. It was like, if you know, if you don't do your homework, like you can't practice. Where the other, you know, it's usually the other way around. It really was, I think, it was a good avenue and kept me busy and kept me out of trouble as a kid, I'm sure. What was your first guitar that was given to you? Or how did you come across the first? I know because my son, uh-huh. Jonathan, plays the guitar. Mm-hmm. And the first guitar he ever got a hand on was my dad's guitar that was in our garage. Mm-hmm. And he had been learning from my nephews and my niece. And it just so happened that he saw my dad's guitar that's sitting in the, in the garage at this after my dad passed away. And he's like, is this grandpa's guitar? And I'm like, yeah. So he started messing with it. It was old, beat mm-hmm. up. And eventually when I saw he was dedicated, I went and got him a nicer guitar and a nicer guitar. How did you come across your first ever guitar? My first ever guitar, my brother started taking lessons first. And we had a guitar that, um, it was like a toy guitar. It didn't really stay in tune. It had like a little speaker connected to it. I think it was called the Terminator or something. <laughs> and it just, it wouldn't stay in tune. You know, nice. it was just a... Uh, and then I remember actually the first, what we used to even do is because we didn't even know how to play guitar when we were really young. Uh-huh. And, you know, we'd have to go to bed and it would, you know, like, you know, turn off the lights, kids, like stop talking, go to bed. This guitar would be really out of tune and it would sound ugly. So me and my brother, we used to, you remember those books, like scary stories to yeah, tell in the dark. I think Netflix has one. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, like the, the pictures are actually per, like they're these creepy ink blot Rorschach things yes, that are, yes. you know, pretty creepy for kids, but, <laughs> and they'd have like poems or scary poems. And so we used to read scary stories and just like, pluck the out of string guitars because it would sound all eerie so actually first we were just kind of using it as like a you know as like a sound effect thing while we told scary stories and then eventually yeah i think i started getting more serious with carlos came out with supernatural when i was probably like six sixth grade oh wow and then i think seventh grade it it got really popular maybe it was out for a little bit before it really blew up and and then um uh, i had gotten a carlos gave me a student guitar uh-huh. And then um, later, when I was sixteen, he gave me an, one one of his actual ones, you know, that he didn't wasn't using anymore. No way. And then, you know, for me, that wow. was like, you know, that was like, you know, how cool is that? The Holy Grail or whatever. The Holy Grail guitar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Were you taking care of it? Like, oh, uh, yeah, still, still. <laughs> you still have it? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'll never. Obviously. How many guitars do you own now? For our listeners, our viewers, what? I don't even know, but up. I mean, I think before the shutdown, I maybe had like. 25 or something and i might I've, I've toned it down i might have like eight or nine or ten or seven i really have no idea that how much is I have. cool though but uh, but, but I they lo- all have a story right yeah they have stores and i love collecting guitars and i also you know i also just kind of look at them like assets or like properties and one thing that i love to do is i love to repair and collect vintage instruments and if i see like a really cool telecaster from the 70s or something and i go and it looks like a deal and it's like okay well i'll just buy it and you know, I could sell it later or I could repair it, but I'm always buying and selling. And Well, hopefully none of you, your guitars have ever gotten stolen yet. Like no, 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 no. That'll never happen. Like no. your car did, right? No, so- I'll go Charles Bronson. I'll, <laughs> I'll find them. You wanted us to share this story. It wasn't my topic, but I know <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. funny, right? Your car got stolen recently. What? Yeah, my car got, my car went <laughs> bye-bye. So it was actually the day I got back from Vegas. Like I woke up the next day and yeah, my car was gone. <laughs> And I was like, wow, well, that sucks. And <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, it was just a very, very like, oh, like maybe I parked it. And I was like, no, I know I didn't park it anywhere. And luckily, I, I took everything out of the car. The car was completely empty. And it was like a 2015 Kia. And everyone was like, oh, I told you, you know, they're doing that TikTok challenge where kids are stealing cars or something like that. I don't know. I guess they're easy to hotwire or something. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I know that. What am I supposed to do? Like, 
you know. But luckily, um, they the the guy whoever stole it, I guess they they found him and arrested him. But the car was completely totaled and destroyed. Like which, gutted out. Yeah, oh man, like it it looked like the like the bad guy from Spawn, that little clown guy John Linguizamo. No it was like that guy was living in it. I mean, it wow. had trash in it. Like they cut the seatbelts off. Just crazy loony stuff. But. I'll show you pictures. It's pretty hilarious. That's crazy. But it, it was so bad, I just laughed. It was so funny. Wow. And it was great, too, because they marked it off as a total. I got a hybrid SUV now. Good for the environment. Wait, wait, wait. No, we're doing wallet. a fundraiser for Adam Lasher yeah. to, get a, to get a new yeah. Ferrari. I mean, yeah, I don't have a car. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a car. Let's get him a Ferrari. I, I'm on crutches. <laughs> yeah. So you did get a car. Thank, yeah, I got a car. I got okay. a car. And I was probably due for a new one anyway. But it was it was just a very weird month because a lot of great things have happened this month and then wow. a couple setbacks like I, I was under the weather and then the car so all in all like i wouldn't change any of it because it all turned out for my benefit but it, it was just like a lot like oh like i'm playing with carlos yeah oh my car's stolen oh no oh. like i'm getting a new car oh i got sick oh yeah just like, like a roller coaster yeah it's been it's been a lot of ups and downs <laughs> but oh overall up yeah well and then you also have these voiceovers that you're going to be doing for cartoons right yep yep i um I just got uh, contacted by my buddy who's a director, and so I'm going to be um, – I, I just did some of the voices. I'm going to be two characters in a new cartoon movie coming out called Ultra Duck. Nice. Uh, my buddy's a director, Sean, uh, Sean Patrick O'Reilly. And um, I've heard that th- someone's going to be uh, starring in. I don't know if that's official yet. I know okay. I told you, but yeah, uh, yeah. it would be really cool if that is the same person. Oh, okay. Yeah, we it's, it's we like, know he loves tacos. Yeah, he likes this tacos. Artist. That's the – yeah. <laughs> A.K.A. Machete is yeah, what they call him. Yeah, that's what I may have or may have not heard. A little duck told me. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And it's a character that I got to be in a previous film of his with, with Chevy Chase. It was like a Stanley production kids cartoon where I'm like um, a, a TV reporter, but I'm a red panda because it's an animal universe. Yeah. And it, I'm just like a TMZ type, you know, annoying reporter. Like, you know, the one that's always in the TV or yeah. whatever. And, um, yeah, super happy to get to do that. I love doing voiceovers. I kind of got into it after... Uh, I did American Idol, and um, can you share that story about American Idol? You shared earlier with us off the air how how you got into the whole American Idol situation. Uh-huh. Can you share the story with them? That'd be really cool because I think there's a lot of young. We have a youth chamber, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of young kids that are obviously in college, coming mm-hmm. out of high school. They're looking to pursue their careers, and that's really what we try to do here at the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, both from a mentorship aspect to also businesses. And it was really interesting to see to hear the story earlier off the air, how you talked about how you got on this call list and how you were out just trying to mm-hmm. trust, trying to make it as a, an artist. Yeah. Right. And so I think, and I think it, it doesn't even have to be about music, but I, I think, um, you know, don't underestimate free press. And I think that's what I learned is, is, you know, if there's a chance to get some free press, like go and do it. If it's for your business, you might be like, Oh, I'm, I don't want to do it because it might be free and I don't work for free and I'm already jaded. And, and but it's like, Man, you know, don't underestimate networking and, and word of mouth and advertisement. And, and so how I kind of got into doing American Idol and even saw the value of it is um, I think when I first came to L.A., you know, I was just signing up for anything, reality TV, dating shows, whatever. And as long as I could have my guitar and sing songs like, you know, I didn't care if I was paid or not. I just wanted. Just put your name rest. out there. Yeah. And so I the fir- very first thing I did was The Voice. And it, I think it was the second season. Um they only showed me for like 20 or 30 seconds. I didn't get a team boohoo. I, I had to sing a Nickelback song boohoo. And, you know, and then obviously at the time 
whatever. I was it was like living in the hotels. You meet a lot of people and musicians and producers and This is in Hollywood? Yeah, this Hollywood? is in Hollywood, okay. yeah. And you know, you live in the hotels and whatnot. And so then after that, you know, I was like a little jaded by it, but someone was like, Oh, uh, come on this show it, like they give out weddings to people. It was called My Fair Wedding. Mm. Kinda you know where they to build the dream home it was like that but they yes. give out weddings yeah and these people wanted a, a kim kardashian wedding you know for a yes for a long-lasting <laughs> romantic love <laughs> or something so uh you know they're like oh do you want to do it and i was like oh man i don't know like am i getting paid and they're like no i was like i don't want to do it and then i was like telling myself like you know just shut up just do it like you're gonna be on tv for free like who cares you're gonna say no because you don't get a hundred dollars for the day or but it's whatever. like you're building your portfolio exactly right and so and what i realized is when i did it Technically, because I was on The Voice, even though I did not get a team, I was technically on it for like 28 seconds. My role on the show is like, you know, you're going to audition, you're going to play this wedding, you know, for these people. And so when they they filmed it, they're like, oh, the, you know, on air, they're like, this is Adam Lasher. And he this is Adam from The Voice, because technically, I guess they could say that. And he only does high-end weddings in Beverly Hills. <laughs> I'd never been to Beverly Hills, never played a wedding. But all the people that saw that show yes. obviously didn't see me on The Voice. Or exactly. I wanted, I had like a mohawk and I was on for, you know, 20 seconds. So you had cared. a mohawk? Really? Yeah, it was a dark time. It was 2012. <laughs> was I got to Google that photo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, and so anyways, I but then everyone who saw that was like, oh, I like that Adam Wedding singer guy from The Voice. But they never actually saw me on The Voice. It's just because another show said that. Interesting. And then I realized like, oh, like you can just say things on tv it's crazy huh? and so then even when i was done with idol like one of the years i did it i forget you know they're like one of like the people or you know radio stations but you that, were a finalist on yeah idol. yeah i was a finalist I mean, let's not skip over yeah, that yeah we'll You're, get there you were just on you know yeah. idol i mean you were a finalist that's pretty crazy but the the value that i really saw in the advertising is even with that i realized you know they're like oh well what are you gonna do now that you're off of Idol, uh, and, and i think like summer was coming up and i was like we're gonna be doing a uh, you know when seniors graduate they stay in the the gyms all night so they don't you know yes fly off bridges or whatever crazy kids do so um they were i was just like yeah uh, we're gonna be doing a tour for you know like senior grad night you know okay around california like and you know we're, we're booking them this and that which wasn't true at all i just said that and then when i said that schools call up and they go hey we heard you're doing grad nights can you do ours oh, and so you know for anyone that's listening that has a new business or you're a musician whatever it is like don't underestimate like networking and and going on radio shows or just like putting your presence out there. Well, throwing because, sound bites, right? It's yeah, like just anything. Like just yeah. make yourself relevant in circles because you never know someone else is gonna is gonna need you for something. And, and Paul um, has a comment here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just want to announce that you're doing a uh, um, musical talent show here on OC Talk Radio. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I can tap dance as long as we don't get blocked by YouTube. I just, <laughs> can't tap dance. Actually. So we're just putting that on in the universe. If anybody reacts yeah. to that, here, right? My brother can tap dance, actually. Can he? Yeah. Oh, wow. He probably won't like me telling people. But he doesn't want people to know. My brother's a very good... My brother's a dancer. And... Is it just you and your brother? Yeah, me and my brother, yeah. Okay. I have two stepbrothers, but um, yeah, I grew up with my, my brother. Oh, and okay. um, yeah, it's funny. He he played piano and stuff. He still plays guitar for fun, but it's it's funny. Like He's like a really good dancer. I mean, he could do like the MJ moves and all that stuff. Really? You know, and I obviously, I'm like, I'm just going to stay on the guitar. That's not my... <laughs> Bring him out Thursday. Have him um, dance. I think I might, yeah. <laughs> You want to play some music, Paul? What do you think? Play some music. Let's play some okay, music. Okay, cool. Do you mind? Is yeah, that cool? Yeah. We even set him up with a little. We got a little mic here. He's gonna <laughs> grab the, the guitar. Watch this out. is the real deal. We don't have a long enough headphones mic cord for him here, but we <laughs> we got a couple minutes left left here. Again, folks, real quick, as Adam gets set up here, uh, Adam will be playing at our annual toy drive next Thursday at Seven O One Restaurant in Santa Ana on the corner of Main Street there and First Street, which used to be original Mike's. 
it's been rebuilt really beautiful restaurant and uh and adam has been so nice to be able to come out make some time for us and our toy drive of course uh we gathered thousands of toys for kids in the community and we also help a couple orphanages in mexico but we also help a lot of kids here in shelter homes. So thank you, Adam, for doing that. We really appreciate it. Yeah, sure. Um, and thank all of our sponsors. Thank you so much for supporting. So here we go. Let's let's see what you got, Adam. We right, really appreciate see. you being this here. This is a song he wrote especially for you. And yeah, the this show. is for you. I'm going to look into <laughs> your O-host. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Honey, he's looking straight at me. <laughs> Just kidding. This is something like All right. All right, this one's uh, what should I do? Let's do uh, let's do Stellar. This is a uh, this is a new one I made. If you like it, guys, it's on iTunes, Spotify. It's, let's support. Come it's on, it's let's in the interwebs. Okay, here we go.
Thank you. Awesome. Cue the applause there. I got to throw out one thing here. Yeah, I yeah. think I heard you say this. Maybe I'm putting words in your mouth here, but did you study at the Berkeley School of Music? Yes, sir. You got to throw that in there. I did. I don't know if John knows this, Berkeley but the Berkeley School, School of Music. Music is probably the finest, one of the top two or three music programs in the whole country. It's in Boston. Very hard to get into it. Wow. And lots of big jazz musicians, famous rock stars and stuff have studied there and launched their careers there. And I... A million years ago, when I was an entertainment publicist, I used to know Steve Vai very well. Mm. Was a famous alumni from there. Yeah, he's played really with, involved. Played with Zappa's band. And, yeah, and uh, I think was he. I think was was he going to Berkeley, and then he started playing for Zappa. I that's think, exactly or? it. He dropped mm. out of Berkeley to play for Zappa. Yeah, which is what you want to do. That's the goal: is to get there and then <laughs> drop out for you know get a gig Steve Vai to pick you up or something. Yeah. Well, you know, Adam, thank you so much for being on the show, folks. As I said, next week Thursday, Adam will be performing. At our annual tour drive, we also have our friend Rocio, who's here right now, also watching. She'll be performing that night with oh, her, cool. her band. It's called Rocio Si Sonora. It's a really cool salsa and oh, nice. band. They're performing that night. We have alumni, uh, um, Heartbreak alumni performing also. Uh, they're actually my nephews. They're going to be performing that oh, night. Uh, young, They were there last year, I think. You so, might have mm-hmm. seen them, but they were there. And then we have DJ Bebo, who's our DJ of the night. He'll be pre- performing at the end of the night. And then we also have a, a, a rock band from Santa Ana. They're going to be oh, okay. doing uh, Rock en Español. Okay. Uh, and they're called Mantra, so they'll also be there that night. So okay. we have a great lineup. Sounds fun. Um, and so thank you so much, Yeah, Adam. thank you for having me, John. I mean, I really appreciate all you do for our Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. You're always there for us. We really appreciate it. Again, if you can let everybody know, they can go hear your music, of course, or download it mm-hmm. on... Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Apple Music, Spotify, and, and my name, Adam Lasher. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, all that. All the things. I grab the name. Yes, so, yeah. and and people can also book you right for like yeah yeah events, I do I do parties. a bunch is that a, okay oh yeah, only yeah. those high end weddings in yeah Beverly I only do high end weddings in Beverly Hills <laughs> on the on on Bravo Channel no I don't but yeah we I do anywhere you know San Diego L A Vegas I mean we we go everywhere but um you know most of the time we're we're playing in Southern California but yeah we I play solo I also play with a band and. Do you want to share where you play with the band? Sometimes you play in. San- yeah, we we just did San. We just did Belmont Park in San Diego, which okay. is it's kind of like a like a boardwalk. Um, okay. Theme park down there. Um, what am I doing next? I'm not sure. I'm playing with you. That's where I'm going yes, next. Yes. Um, but you do play sometimes at certain. Yeah, we do Laguna Beach a lot. Right? We'll do Newport. We'll do Los Angeles. I'll do Long Beach. Basically, um, follow you on Adam Lasher. Of course, we tag yeah, on, you on, on Instagram all of our stuff. or just my website AdamLasher.com. Yeah. You can see where you're going to be at. But yeah, you'd see, and I, I'm always, we're always playing usually. A, a few times a week somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And are you okay with fans taking photos with you next yeah, week? Yeah, are you yeah. cool with that? Because yeah. I know some people are very, because I know I've had people ask me, can I meet him? Can I get a photo with him? So you're totally cool with oh, that. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I'm not a wacko. <laughs> I'm not jaded yet. <laughs> not yet? Not yet. Now, the funny thing is, John won't take pictures from anybody. Oh, Johnny won't. Even me? This wow. show's kind of gone to his head here. But well, he... you know, he was looking at my eyes when, we're, <laughs> when he was playing the music, you know? I had to look away. That was too powerful. <laughs> Adam, thank you for being thank here you so, so much, much brother. We yeah, really, good to see you. We man. really appreciate it, and we'll see you next week on yeah, Thursday. Paul, are you good to go? Uh, I uh, know he's got to do one more thing. We got to we got to impose upon him one more thing. Pick up the cart, just play us a little instrumental music out, rather than play our theme song. We'll play a little out music. As okay, I say the outro. Here. Okay, uh, all right, that's all cool. Right. Paul. This is Adam Lasher, the new musical director for the what our community do? here. <laughs> You're gonna take us out on the show. Take here. us out. All right, so come up to the kind of little driving, a little kind of you know, a little driving kind of music here, a little. Here we go. 
There you have it, folks. One more reason to tune in and meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County, powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and all the people they know. And Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Go support Adam Lasher. He's always supporting the community. (laughs) Very much so. Thank you very much.